couple sat down to record their podcast. They didn't know it yet, but they would be found dead three days later. This audio was taken from their computer and posted on WikiLeaks. Hello and welcome to Scary Bear, a horror movie podcast between partners. Opal, uh, found dead. <laughs> uh, Nine, also found dead. Uh, this week we did The Bay, uh, 2012 mockumentary it it's a found footage movie it's definitely mockumentary see everywhere describes it like that because there is like this we're getting into the movie already but i feel like it's a found footage movie we'll talk about it we'll talk we'll talk about it um but before we talk about it uh opal what have we been up to you this week uh we finally saw crimes of the future which was exciting and new and fun yeah, we like just saw that. I like forgot a couple nights ago. Yeah, it. yeah, but um, yeah, it's a good. It's a. It's one of those. I liked it a lot. Reminds me a lot of Crash. Obviously, I mean it's Cronenberg. Um, it's very Cronenberg. I feel like it is one of those that people either really like it or really hate it because it wears all of its bullshit on its sleeve and it's very unapologetically weird. So definitely. Um. I was kind of mid on it. I mean, it was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, but I did really like Kristen Stewart's performance. Oh, she's such a weird <laughs> little freak. I love I, her to death. I love people letting Kristen Stewart be a weird little freak. I feel like she really nailed it's it. It's like what Bella would actually be like if she grew up. <sighs> I want Twilight where Bella is a weird little freak. <laughs> she's already a weird little freak, but, but she doesn't meet her full potential. Yeah, yeah. Um... Do we, have, do we have anything else on Crimes of the Future? We've been wanting to see it. Yeah, we had been wanting to see it for a while, but it was kind of a limited release, so it was hard to get in-person theater experience like we wanted, but we found it on streaming. Yeah, yeah. And it was good. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad we saw it. I enjoyed um, it. We saw Crash earlier this year, just like a couple months ago, um, and I really liked it. That one's fascinating. That's a that's <laughs> a fascinating well. one. Yeah, it, it makes me want to watch um, more more Cronenbergs. Um, I feel like I watched Scanners as a kid, which I don't think kids are supposed to do. I need to watch more, definitely for sure. I like his version of The Fly a lot, even oh, though yeah. uh, even though the original '50s one is still kind of dear to my heart because it's Vincent Price. But his his with Jeff Goldblum is very very good. Yeah, the fly's great. Yeah. Both of them. Both the versions yeah. are great. I think I've watched both with you, actually. That maybe I can't really remember. Anyway, um, should we get into our movie for this week? Yeah, we we should probably clarify that this could be an irresponsible episode. We could get Big Chicken after us <laughs> for putting this out. The government and Big Chicken are going to come after us. Big Tyson. Um. So, just a little bit of background before we get into the summary. This is a um, documentary, documentary slash found footage movie about a disaster. It actually happened. Real, real incident uh, about a disaster that happened uh, in a small town on the Chesapeake Bay in 2009 on July 4th. And the framing that we get is we get um, this news reporter. Um, named Donna, who's like um, giving a after-the-fact documentary of the events that happened with a bunch of found footage from people's phones and Skype and things a like that. A lot of different sources. Yeah. 
kind of a, a an internet age documentary of a tragic event, if you would. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we open up with a news montage about uh, fish dying. Uh, no, it it opens up and there's just a cacophony of voices saying millions of fish, millions of birds, <laughs> millions of fish, millions of birds. <laughs> it's. It's weird because the opening is talking about, like, there are these piles of dead fish, and it's, like, worldwide. Like, they sh- they shout out a bunch of, like, city names, and it's, like, across the country. It makes you think it's, like, happening everywhere. But this is about one specific place. I mean, it's about the Chesapeake Bay, which is a lot of different areas. Yeah. And it, But it only affects this one small town. Which yeah. is very confusing. Well, you, you can't think about this movie too hard. They, they explain it a little bit, but um, my um, first note is that, oh, this is a movie about pollution. Obviously. <laughs> it makes it so clear from the jump that it's an eco-mockumentary movie. Yeah. Um, we get lines like, scientists don't know what killed them about all the dead fish. No, never true. <laughs> um we get a text on the screen telling us that um, this is like the real story of this event that's been kind of covered up. This is what they don't want you to know. Yeah, so we get um, Donna Thompson, who's like um, doing like an interview via Skype about, um, she's like one of the surviving witnesses of this disaster. Um, And this happened in Claridge, Maryland, July 4th, 2009. Yeah, made up town. And all this info was posted on govleaks.org. <laughs> Rest in peace, live leaks. This would be all over it. She would have loved it. <laughs> I had to, like, look up as this movie was starting, like, if um, the WikiLeaks stuff with Chelsea Manning had already happened by the time this movie came out. That's a good point. Because um, I, I did get a little bit of that vibe at the beginning, too. It goes in a totally different direction, but um, yeah. it was interesting. Um, so Donna is, like, a news reporter who's doing, like, a, a live vlog blog about the 4th of July. I think, I think you can just call that news. It's news. They, at one point, they call it a blog, but it doesn't really make any sense She to works me. for a news station. She has, like, a camera guy following her around. Yeah, she and... has, like, a press license. I, I think it's just news. Yeah. Um, she's, like, um, doing a thing about this 4th of July celebration. Um, we get some footage of Mayor John Stockman. Uh, Donna says he just used to work at a vacuum store, and then he uh, went up and decided to get everyone to vote for him. Um, it's very, like... This guy has seen some crimes. Oh, yeah, we'll get into it. But um, this movie is very, like, Americana, fake, small town, sort of, like... Um, doesn't look like a small town at all to me. Doesn't look like a small town. Especially later. They talk about how it's a population of 6,200, which is like... Uh, but they do say that it's a summer tourist town, and this I'm is during the summer. I am from a town that has around 6,200. <laughs> this this looks like a, a thriving city at a lot of points. Well, but they do say that this is like the summer tourist time. Okay, sure. Because, um, you know, it, it's, it's on the bay. It's the 4th of July, so it's during the summer. All I'm saying um, is it's not the first time. The numbers aren't going to be matching up. Well, I will say I've been to like a summer town in Montana during uh-huh. the summer where like it gets crazy literally the population like doubles or triples in size right. during the summer um 
so it felt a little bit like that like oh here's this like big seasonal event that people are coming into this tiny town for but it is like this it is like this very fake sort of made up version of america that's out there um where everyone's you know having a crab eating contest on the boardwalk on the 4th of July. Um, I also That got... would cost way too much fucking money. <laughs> it's also very, um, very, like, uh, Jaws-y at this it's point. It's extremely Jaws. I mean, this movie wouldn't exist without Jaws. It's just kind of the same premise, uh, down to, like, uh, an evil mayor character <laughs> who is stroking his mustache, thinking about the tourists dying. Yeah. Um, we find out that, like, a week before... Uh, the events of this movie, two oceanographers um, turned up dead in the bay with what uh, they were calling shark bites. Um, and there's like a brief scare about are there sharks in the Chesapeake Bay or not. Oh, there are. Um, I mean, people know this. I don't think we should act really shocked about it. But I, I don't think there have been shark attacks in Chesapeake Bay. Not to my knowledge. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, we learned for the first time about the chicken plants. Oh, yeah. They do um, drop a lot of hints about the chicken plants. They're like, look at these damn chicken plants. We get a website of a guy called the Eco Spy. His, his wicked website is so hilarious. It's got a little chicken It's up got in a the chicken right. in the corner. It's got a picture of him in his video in the corner. That's the only footage he has. This website hosts one video. It's this video. <laughs> And of course, um, it says like in text over the screen, this website was shut down July 5th, 2009. But we got this from the Wayback Machine. <laughs> uh, and he's talking about how like uh, 45 million pounds of chicken shit are dumped into the bay each year. They're talking about chicken shit a lot a in lot. this movie. <laughs> they say chicken shit like 400 times uh, this movie. I, I feel like the word excrement is used <laughs> by very austere doctors more often. Yeah. Um, they also talk about how a desalination plant was set up that basically takes the bad water from the bay and feeds it to the farm chickens. Um, it seems like it's going to everyone, doesn't it? Yeah, people are talking about, um, you know, there's like footage of the mayor saying like, oh, you can use it as a pool or whatever. This is the best water I've ever drank. And then he drinks the poopy water just like that time that Bill Gates drank the poopy water and everyone made fun of him. I always think of Obama drinking the Flint, Michigan water. <laughs> it's, it is it is literally just that. And this is like... A uh, lot of invoked imagery of politicians drinking grody water. Yeah. And this is um, actually pre-Flint, Michigan, which is interesting. Um, unrelated, but... Unrelated, but also a weird weird thing yeah um we get some shaky cam footage of people getting sick from the water the boils don't look good i think um there should have been a little bit more of an on model consistency for the rashes <laughs> it feels like a lot of different people were doing these makeups yeah people and they're are very di they're very different looking <laughs> whoever did these like weird bubble boils though i'm just gonna say nope it doesn't they, they look good. They don't work for me. Uh, yeah, I would give them a bad score in the reality TV show Face Off, <laughs> <laughs> which we've been watching this week. Great show. Anyway. I love that you found an excuse to bring it up. Um, the aforementioned crab eating competition all gets sick and starts throwing they start, up. They all start spewing. <laughs> Next, we get a recurring character, Dr. Jack Abrams. 
Uh, he's treating people with these um, crazy skin problems and tries to call the CDC to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, these two cops find the quote-unquote the first body at noon. Um, they just kind of walk up to this. The, the guy walks up to him <laughs> and he goes, dead. <laughs> it's just like this person faced out on the sidewalk and he walks up and he's like, dead? Shot? Shot? No bullet holes, though. Dead? <laughs> just the, the way normal people talk. <laughs> I did, I'm surprised he didn't kick it a little bit. My next note here is that, boy, everybody in this movie is white. Uh, I mean, I guess it's trying to paint that picture of, like, small Maryland town-ish, but also, that, that wouldn't really apply either. I mean, a lot of the people that we see are, like, tourists in Maryland. They're, like, rich people coming to Maryland for the holiday, which does feel very white. And, yeah, I do think they are trying to, like, get this image of a small american town even though if it's not really accurate Listen, to the area. I, I think we're gonna run into this problem for any movie made before 2015 <laughs> it's just interesting um people are getting their guts torn out and their tongues cut off um from this strange mystery disease at some point they think it's um a murder is going on like that's that's when it was one person they found yeah one person turned up with a bunch of like what they thought were cuts and stuff like that and then the people that are getting these rashes are also having like horrible stuff happen to them yeah um donna um is just really pathetic giving her voiceover um she has this tone that i don't even know if i can do but it's like this um I, I can try. Give, give me someone who died. What, like someone's name? Give, or, give me a name of a citizen that has supposedly died to the strategy. Uh, Jack Clarkson. Jack Clarkson was a father to his children, and he had a puppy at home. And <laughs> <laughs> he was the best man at Greg's wedding. We will all miss him. He was found without his tongue. <laughs> and then and then she'll say something that's like kind of earnest, but like scripted earnest. So it's like, oh, I I sounded so stupid here. Uh, she she talks my... about how tight her pants were, <laughs> but these pants are so ridiculous. I feel like that was added after the fact, after they bought her these pants. <laughs> The pants are bad. After the wardrobe brought her these pants, they're like, well, we have to work with them. Just say how <laughs> fucking stupid this looks. <laughs> but she's, like, very self-conscious because she's, like, this small-time reporter who happened to be, like, the sole witness to, like, this major event. So she's like, I was asking the wrong questions, and uh, it's cringe. If you're talking about a tragedy that affects hundreds to thousands of people, it's not appropriate to talk no. about how stupid your pants look. Um, people are quote-unquote FaceTiming their lesions. Uh, this is uh, a historical inaccuracy, by the way. FaceTime came out in 2010. <laughs> Shut up. Um, this is one point where I wrote down about the acting. Um it is very much like person who is trying to is who is like given the note to act like a normal person but they have a script and dialogue that they need to read they had to find a lot of different um local actors for this clearly just to look into a camera and say 
oh, my skin looks real bad. Yeah, but they don't even say that. They'll be like, oh, my skin. I hope it doesn't look real bad. Oh, dang. Something's crawling inside of me. Why is it crawling in me? What is it? Um, it's... Thank, thank you for that. Everyone loves that. Um, well, I'm painting a picture. Um, so people are investigating, uh, quote-unquote, infected fish. Apparently, this is where we first learned that it's some kind of flesh-eating parasite. Well, one of the one of the bay researchers is very French, and the joke is that no one oh. there is resistant doesn't know what the fuck she's saying. No, it's not a joke, because he just is, like, making fun of her. No, it is like... a joke. <laughs> because she's, he says, what? You said, Amelie? Like, the French movie? Amelie? <laughs> yeah, but he's like, what? Amelie? Ama- What's that? What's she, she's Amelie? She's an anomaly. He's anomaly? like, Amelie? It's, it's the most... Oh my god. Anyway. That's a fucking joke. <laughs> it's not a good one. Um, the mayor at this point uh, shows up on some, like, local news, like, radio. Like, they call themselves podcasters, which doesn't make any sense. Um, Whether it's a radio show or a podcast, who can even say? Um, but the mayor um, turns up on the show to say, you know, oh, it's all rumors, everything's fine, um... People get weird rashes in the summertime from the bay sometimes. Uh, that This was, like, the, the most jazzy to me. Like, um, don't cause a panic, you know. Yeah. When, obviously, people should be panicking. Um, obviously, you'll get a rash if you swim in the Chesapeake Bay. Unironically, it is disgusting. It's, oh like, it's like swimming in the Hudson. Don't do it. Um, we see people out on a fishing boat where a big bug comes out of a... F- Fish's mouth that they caught and bites the guy. It goes. <laughs> it makes like bat monkey noises when it comes out. Um, at these, at this point, the radio podcaster guys are theorizing that maybe it's some kind of satanic cult or uh, drugs in the air. Um, the word vaccines gets dropped. At one <laughs> There's point. a lot of crazy call-ins. I don't know what kind of clientele this radio show was believed. <laughs> They're like, I think it's uh, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> you know, like it's, what? It's just 2012, Alex Jones. Okay, fine. Um, people are now being attacked by parasites out in the water and like kind of torn up. Um, uh, they are messed up. Uh, we cut to those researchers. Uh, apparently, forty percent of the bay is just like a unlivable for wildlife. This is a real thing in the Chesapeake Bay. Apparently, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't look up the percentage exactly. It's improved a lot with conservation efforts. I don't know where the forty percent comes from, but there was a a dead zone where things just there's not enough oxygen for things to live there. Yeah, and fish would like die and kind of pile up at the surface of the water, like they show in the yeah. footage of this movie. Um, the CDC is kind of downplaying the outbreak, um, but they do mention, like, a random outbreak in Vancouver that killed, like, 40 people. Like, it's just no big deal. I think this was an algae bloom they're talking about. I think it's a real thing. Um, completely unrelated. Yeah. Um, at this point we learn that the parasites are isopods. Um, isopods. They're... General. Isopods. General isopod. Cute little pill bug. 
they they have so many quote unquote scary isopods in this that are just the cutest little thing. I don't know. They they make a big screech with like That's <laughs> true, yeah. They're like Ree! <laughs> <laughs> Um A lot of CGI bugs. If you liked that one scene from the mummy, you might love this. Oh yeah. <laughs> um we now get a bunch of people whose like stomachs are bulging. Um the the doctors amputate one guy's leg and you just see somebody holding like a prosthetic leg just around, just waving it around. You're like, they wouldn't do it like this. And I, I had to ask you, what do you think they would do it like? I don't think they just have the guy's leg and are just waving it around as they're walking they're like around. Bagging it up. <laughs> what you, they're supposed to dispose of it. Alright. Um one of the CDC people says that if the bacteria in the bay is exposed to chemicals, it can evolve into a new form. Big of true. Literally we'll, big of we'll, true. We'll come back to that. Um, apparently there was a nuclear reactor leak out in the bay, but that wasn't supposed to be a problem. Um, I don't know where they're getting this from. The, the EPA guy is like talking to the CDC now and we found out, you know, the chickens are drinking this bad water from the, the plant. Um, at one point, the EPA guy says, well, most of the water in America has some radiation in it. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Just the most like America <laughs> thing. Um, the local bridge is shut down. Um they're not letting anyone outside of this town. Oh, yeah, and Donna, or whatever her name is, she, she did her research, and no one could find out who ordered the bridge to be shut down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the uh, FBI is now not letting Donna post her quote-unquote blogs anymore. <laughs> someone calls her like you can't post your blogs anymore <laughs> they show like a bad email on screen oh right it was an email <laughs> um uh the two cops who we saw earlier um go into this house to investigate something and we get really crunchy audio of one of them um like this is this is enhanced audio excuse me you have oh, to yeah. appreciate the efforts of the enhanced <laughs> text comes up on screen saying like We've enhanced the audio so that you can understand what happened in this house. Oh, thank you. We still don't know what happened. And then clearly you can tell from the you audio that um, there are infected people in the house and the cop is like mercy killing them. Yeah, um, I, I should probably bring it up right now. This movie really wants to be a zombie movie. Oh, God. Hard. Yeah, absolutely. It wants the infected people to be really scary, but also they're just average people. So they kind of like behave zombily. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, like, the note that they gave them or whatever. Like, oh, act like you're a zombie or something. But yeah. it's it's very strange. It makes no sense for anyone to act this way. Um, we get a helicopter shot of a bunch of dead fish in the bay. Um, we learn that the parasitic isopod larvae are getting through the water filtration system into the chickens? Question mark? How? <laughs> There are a lot of arguments about how, and they never clarify how. <laughs> we, you're just going to have to take our word on it. We get shots of Donna wandering around the 4th of July site with her camera guy and finding dead people. There are dead bodies fucking everywhere. Every time you turn a corner, there's a dead body. It's like there are millions <laughs> dead. It is a millions dead situation. Um, we find out that the... 
Um, in the chicken shit is the chemical steroid that the chickens were being fed, and that's um, what's growing the isopods to, like, a huge size. You can't have it all of the ways. Um, you can't have radiation <laughs> and steroids, and this is economic crisis and global warming. You can't have all of it at the same time. We now get a really painstaking montage where all of this stuff is laid out about the chickens. And <laughs> they the... show you the they, they show you the deleted website footage again, as if you didn't remember it from fifteen minutes ago. I, I really need to stress, like nothing happens in this movie. Like, I would say a lot happens, actually. Okay, but I could give you, like, a one-sentence summary of the events of this movie. People like, die. Uh, yeah, so... He uh, lied. People died. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, the events of this movie are basically... Um, there's a parasitic outbreak in a Chesapeake Bay town. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They go through so much fucking detail to make sure that you understand all of the mechanics of the chicken shit it's trying really the... hard to justify this from a biological standpoint when it was never fucking <laughs> going to it just doesn't make sense um the cdc at this point uh, decided to call the white house <laughs> this, this is an obama era movie they're, they're calling obama they're calling obama um all of the sheriff's deputies have been killed by parasites, apparently. Um, the mayor watches one of them uh, shoot the sheriff and then kill himself after. Yeah. Um, the doctor, Jack Abrams, uh, has sent all of his staff home and, like, barricaded himself inside the hospital, which is now, like, abandoned. Um, and he's, like, taking footage of the dead bodies and he says, I, I hope this gets out. I think it got out. I think it got out. Um, yeah, my, my note here is that this movie has a real problem with making things really explicit. It just leaves nothing to your imagination no, ever. If they you, can't do that. If you ever have a thought about something that might be going on with this movie, it is going to clear that up for you right the fuck now. Well, that might cause you to Google something. <laughs> Absolutely and they, not. They can't have that. Um... We get a bunch of shots of dead bodies just kind of strewn about the town. Uh, the mayor, at one point, just dies in a car crash. Yeah, it's one of those uh, stupid movie ones where nothing is happening and then a car crash happens. But, yeah, it's like, he died, by the way. Yeah. That's what the screen says. They love to put text up on the screen that says, this person died from this. Yeah, after you see a clip of a person, it'll be like, this person died, actually. By the way, just in case you, like weren't sure if this person died from them dying on screen they, they died, died from this <laughs> also something i found really really funny is there are there are white text on black background segments where they're like we reached out for comment and they decided not to contact us they they say that they reached out to the mayor for comment <laughs> on several things when they have footage of him fucking dying <laughs> He's just ignoring our phone calls. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is up. They put text on the screen saying the guy's dead. I don't get it. We didn't know that. Um, <laughs> we just found out now. Um, at this point, we get a phone call from the CDC and Homeland Security. Um, I guess every every single government agency <laughs> has their fingers steeped in the chicken industry. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, here um, we get like a big, uh, gov like big government explanation for why. Um, I guess when the initial two divers showed up dead, like um, a week before this movie, um, the autopsy report said that there were like a ton of parasites, but it took 16 days to get to the CDC. Um, <laughs> they say stuff like. We've got a town full of bodies, and the the Homeland Security guy says, "Well, it's a small town. We need to keep things in perspective here. We can't just shut down the whole Chesapeake Bay over a non-issue." The internet existed. <laughs> this is fucking impossible. What they're proposing, <laughs> millions are dead. Uh, yeah, but apparently this is all covered up because the government uh, confiscates like a bunch of cameras. Um, they reach a quote-unquote financial agreement with the town just the town in general i, I want to ask you a question also yeah does it feel like they're defending the isopods <laughs> does it feel like they're covering for the isopods a little bit because they say like that basically nothing is is changed um we need to protect big isopod literally <laughs> big he's big <laughs> we're growing them he's bigger um uh, yeah i guess the official government explanation is that the outbreak was just due to high water temperatures millions are dead millions are dead and that's the end of the movie um jesus christ uh we didn't even talk about the couple on the boat that you see throughout the movie <laughs> being an all-American nuclear family okay. being like, hi, camera, look at the baby. Okay, we... Oh, my God, I love my husband. Okay, we need to talk about this couple because I didn't know when to, like, put that part in my notes <laughs> because, really importantly, they don't do it's anything. It's fucking useless. It's the most fucking useless footage. Um, so, basically... Uh, the wife is a big-time Maryland lawyer. You had a lot of questions about that. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> if you're a big-time Maryland lawyer, what horrors have you fucking seen? The horrors of big chicken. Uh, the dad is a dentist, which... Nondescript uh, dentist. He doesn't look a day older than 15 years old. I just had wisdom teeth surgery. All dentists are evil. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's your opinion. And they have a baby. I guess they rented a boat to come down I to... I thought you were going to say they rented a baby. <laughs> They have a baby they rented. <laughs> um, anyway, this this like upper middle class white couple took took a boat down to the bay. Um, they like hung out in the bay during all the Fourth of July. Came into the bay at night and found everyone dead and was like, "What's going on?" And then like they start having a couple's <laughs> argument. Like, "Ew, don't touch the dead body. This is why I hate everything you do. This is why you don't change the baby's diapers. I'm breaking up with you, Steve." <laughs> Uh, and then they, like, call somebody, and then, um, Steve, or whatever his name is. <laughs> That's just the name I threw out. I don't know their fucking the, names. The husband becomes infected. Uh, the wife, whose name I know for a fact is Stephanie. Wow. You paid <laughs> such good attention. That's my job. <laughs> um, she, I guess, declined to be a part of the mockumentary, or whatever. Donna's documentary. She's gotta return that baby. <laughs> um anyway that's the movie um so this is based on real shit that happened um, in the chesapeake bay that's quote unquote based on <laughs> 
I mean, in 2010, the EPA did get sued for not um, limiting bay pollution enough, and there was a um, news story about the pollution in the Chesapeake Bay. Um, there has that's, been that's happening in a lot of waterways, also. There. Yeah, there have been like some success at reducing population and repopulating some of like the um, clam. Population. It's mostly oysters. It's overfishing oysters, from what I've heard that. Um makes the pollution really bad and makes those dead zones because bivalves are natural filters for the water and if you fish all of them up like there's no natural filtration anymore it's just it's a whole thing that's kind of what's happening with the bay right now yeah um but apparently the director barry levinson apparently he was approached to do like an actual real documentary about the chesapeake bay but then he's like this is boring i'll turn it into a horror movie Oh, yes, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> I, ha- I have thoughts. <laughs> um, and he kind of had the idea, um, he said in an interview that, like, what if it was kind of like a modern-day Pompeii, where, like, there was this disaster, but um, in, like, 2012 or whatever, everyone would have footage of it on their phones but and what stuff, if you, and you could see it happening. But what if you told happening. me that FEMA covered up Pompeii? <laughs> the government cover-up in this movie is crazy, because... It wants you to think that, like, um, this is some fantastical, like, crazy event that would never happen, and it's so scary. Like, 12 9-11s, basically. There are bodies everywhere. Like, on the scale where, like, you you don't believe it anymore. Um, but they also just kind of offhand excuse a bunch of, like, normal evil government shit. Like... Like, earlier when the CDC people was like, oh, yeah, 40 people died in Toronto, like, a few years ago. We, like, don't even care about that. Um, The mayor in this is, like, obviously super corrupt. He's, like, not paying very much attention to the the mayhem because he's, like, focused on getting reelected. Yeah, Um, it it wants it a bunch of different ways where it wants to be a small-town corruption story and a larger infrastructure corruption story and a, a global warming crisis story, and an isopod story. <laughs> it's I, like, you need to pick one. I I don't think all of those work together. Um, yeah, I, I think um, at its heart, the part of this movie that I appreciate, obviously, is like, oh, um, a medical disaster comes to an American town, and all of the government does like the most anti-productive stuff to make it worse. Um, and they, you know, kind of shell out to control the media narrative about it and things like that. Like, obviously, I feel all of that right now very strongly. That's another part of it where it wants it both ways, though, because it's trying to show their role in, like, how media can be manipulated and is kind of, like, crass and insensitive and evil about these things. But it's also the only means that these things would ever be noticed. Yeah, it wants you to believe that, like, oh, if we just found, like, the buried news footage from, like, the real reporters doing the real journalism. If there was one good reporter, maybe. Yeah, then we could learn the truth. And it's like, obviously, that's not true, but anyway. um, It wants it a bunch of different ways. I'm not really sure what its stance is supposed to be on so many things that it's supposed to be about. I I mean, I think the stance is basically um, pollution and government bad. No, that's fine. Yeah, um, and it's just clumsy. It, it's a bit clumsy. It's not. Yeah. It's not that thesis statement that I disagree with necessarily. It's just the way that they do it. Yeah, it's the way that they do it, and the um, 
kind of mechanics of the narrative that they set up to do it. You know, they want you to believe that, like, it's this really cool piece of, like, small American culture where the vacuum salesman can become the mayor just because he's so charismatic. But then that guy is also, like, in bed with the FBI to cover up industrial crimes and things like that. And it's like, yeah, I guess both of those are true, but the way they present it is very strange. Yeah. Um, also just, no documentary would ever be made this way. <laughs> it is set up like a mocky, like a documentary, and the frame of like the documentary does not serve this movie at all. Could you imagine if there was like horror movie stings in footage of 9-11 <laughs> or whatever? Well, that's why I say it's like a found footage movie, because all of the best stuff in it is like, this is just somebody's cell phone um footage and i guess like um i feel like you could do without all the transitions and all the fake talking head documentary stuff and it could just be like clip 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 show i like this event i would love the version of this movie where we don't have donna um as like the voiceover narrator giving this narration giving this really like fake earnest like explanation of what's going on i think that really um hurts it and back to just like the the um, phone stuff in this movie i guess like a full third of this movie was shot just like by the actors in the scenes either like via their phones or via like skype or something yeah a lot more found footage is done that way more often kind of in the time we're in but i guess you can kind of see the bones of that here yeah and i mean it's like this would just be on iphone footage if it were made when iphone cameras got really good yeah, and I mean, this movie is produced by Jason Blum of Blumhouse yeah. and Oren Pelly, who are the Paranormal Activity people. You can see it. Um, you can definitely see it. Um, unlike Paranormal Activity, this was a box office flop. Uh, it lost, no way! <laughs> it lost money. Um, it was something like $2 million to make and made back about a million. Um, that shocks me that it even cost $2 million to make. Well, it shocks me because apparently the shooting was all done in 18 days which is breakneck for something with this many different locations. And Maybe it's the sheer amount of actors that they need and, like, this weird CGI stuff they're trying to do. Maybe that stuff adds up. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly low budget for a 2012 movie. Um, for a Blumhouse, I guess. I guess. Paranormal but... Activity, though. That was made with, like, 10000 bucks or so. Yeah, Paranormal Activity, uh, I think it's more than that, but it, it's a, that's a somewhere, great one. Somewhere around that wheelhouse. A much better uh, cost-benefit ratio. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, this movie's only like 84 minutes. Um, it's pretty quick. Uh, I do think it belabors the point really hard. Like, um, like, I get what it's trying to do, but it really doesn't have anything to get to other than more of the same. It's just more people with lesions, more people with weird bugs shooting out of them, and more comments about chicken shit. I also just think if you're someone who knows anything about biology, this movie is going to drive you insane. Like, biology is one of my big interests that I'm really into. I'm really into, like, animal biology. I'm into, you know, the, the water biology of it. And just knowing about this stuff already, it's just... It's challenging you in a way that it shouldn't be using animals that already exist. 
because it's yeah. so easily proven wrong. It shows you the Wikipedia page for this tongue-eating louse. And if you look at that page, it all falls apart. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know. You should have invented something for it. I mean, the, the story that it wants to tell, right, is like, oh, because of, you know, capitalism and the government, um, a bunch of industrial pollution is allowed to happen in like a way that kills people. Um, and that's a real story. <laughs> You don't, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, there's a bunch of real versions of that you could tell. You know, we've alluded to a lot of, like, actual real crises um, that have happened and been covered up by the government. Um, and I think, like, there is something to making that experience seem fantastical, but it... I think if you had invented a creature for this, yeah. it would not have affected it at all. Yeah, no, I think it would be better with that. I think how tied up it is in justifying its own weird non-biology like none of this would ever happen it tries really hard to justify all of it it's just none of it is ever gonna work and you shouldn't try to make it work to me like the fact that it tries to justify all of it really and like tries to ground it in like real world stuff so literally kind of makes me feel like um like it undersells it you know like it's like um it's trying to make you think like this this stuff wouldn't happen in this way by making it so literal because it invites you to like disprove it almost by the real world stuff it's pulling from like it being literally the chesapeake bay and literally isopods and literally chicken shit i i will give it that it did make me google these things and it did give me a little bit more context on what's happening to the bay but I mean, yes. I'm not but... everyone. Also, <laughs> I, I think most people's reaction is going to be they Google it and they're like, "Oh, well, nobody's died from this, so who cares?" Oh, the yeah. pollution's better now. They they made a, a big stink about it, and it's getting better. Like you know, that's also true. I, I think um, this like is an issue in a way that it maybe doesn't believe in enough. Anyway, it's not really about monsters coming to get you. It's more like slowly being poisoned by microplastics <laughs> exactly. and things like that yeah crimes of the future hey yeah we, we brought it we tied it, we tied it back in um but yeah uh should we should we get into our our ratings for this movie 100 percent. yeah okay so our first category is spookiness <laughs> um how scary was the movie how um effective was like the literal scares but then also things like the mood and the tone at selling them uh what would you what would you give it i would give it maybe a two two and a half i'll go more two and a half because there are some pretty creepy like face splayed open makeups later in the movie there are some like pop sticks pop scares that are kind of attempted that kind of work but um i'm not afraid of little bugs i kind of like little bugs yeah. So I, I think someone that would be afraid of creepy crawlies would find it a lot scarier than I would. I have a confession about this, the these kinds of movies. Yeah. I cannot be scared by found footage stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, it just completely takes me out of the, the mode of fear. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, I just think like every Blumhouse movie I've ever seen just makes me go, God, these people are stupid. <laughs> too much to really be scared by anything i think i think that is a problem with a lot of found footage characters particularly but i don't know there there are some that i quite like 
Um, I'll give it a 1.5 because I did literally jump when they played a really loud noise when one of the bugs came out of one of the bodies. <laughs> it's like, are you scared? It's like, I'm startled, but <laughs> God. Um, all right. Uh, watchability. <laughs> this is, you know, how easy is it to just kind of put this movie on, uh, enjoy it, um, kind of the overall mood and the tone. Uh, what, what would you give it? I think probably just a three, probably just right in the middle. It's kind of just a normal found footage movie. It takes a while to build up, but I think the the actual dying off is kind of entertaining. So I've convinced you to finally call this a found footage movie. <laughs> I mean, you didn't need to convince me it's a found footage movie. All right. Uh, we'll we'll uh, refer back to the tape earlier. Uh, <laughs> I think I would also give it a three for watchability. It's fine. All of these movies you can just kind of throw on and be like, all right, this is like happening to me. Uh, I will say it, it made me laugh out loud a couple times with the narration of things. You know, uh, I can't tell if it's trying to be as goofy as it is, but it is very goofy. I, I don't know because I didn't feel that way about it when I first watched it for the first time at all. Yeah, I don't know if it's just the way that they're trying to sell some of the stuff because they don't sell the jokes <laughs> the jokes just kind of happen in the comedic time i don't know everything. if they're supposed to be jokes or Which, not. yeah it makes me think that it's like not intentional but i did have a good time just like laughing at this movie yeah so yeah I, I like three um the last category is the vincent price vamp rating this is the overall charisma of the movie the campiness and the individual performances <laughs> what would you give this? Oh, God. Probably a one. There's a lot of just dead-eyed local commercial actors in this thing that I just cannot get behind. I um, I think this is another big knock for found footage movies for me. They always have, like, no personality from the actors. There's no, like, big characters necessarily. No. Um, like, classic movie trope characters i have like nobody that i'm invested in or rooting for and i think that's what they wanted you to have with donna but i just found her like so annoying and i disliked what she was like meant to represent from a storytelling perspective (laughs) it's just like yeah i think i'd give this a one as well yeah um i'm assuming you're not gonna fuck the ice pods no (laughs) okay no fuckability points to award oof this was. <laughs> Did this score worse than like everything else we've done? Uh, so your score uh, is a six and a half. Ooh, out of 15. I like this way less than the first time I saw it. <laughs> uh, my score is a five and a half out of fifteen. Uh, you know what? This is a below average movie. One of the worst movies we've watched, but I had a good enough time. I wouldn't call it the worst movie we've watched but it's probably the one we've liked the least yeah um i think just like for whatever reason i don't buy the charisma of this movie but if you like you know um, you don't you don't think those isopods give a big smile to the camera (laughs) you know if there was more isopod stuff in this i might like it more i need more isopod stuff those bugs are kind of kind of cool that's right um so yeah, uh, pr- pretty negative for both of us. Uh... 
bring me the movie sack? Diddling. I want to play a game. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I won't play your game, son. You will put your hand into the sack. You will draw a movie from the sack. And the gas will fill the room. <laughs> you can't win this game. No. No. <laughs> You need to put the you need to put the music on this. Okay, okay, I'm picking the movie. This is the movie sack. This is our um, final segment where we select the next uh, movie we're gonna watch, um, literally by drawing a movie out of a sack. I return the sack to you. Uh, I return the sack to its sleeping place. It's resting. Put it to bed. Put the little baby to bed. Uh, Opal is the keeper of the the movie sack. They keep it well stocked. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. What'd you get? All right. Next week, we'll be watching Crimson Peak. We've attempted to watch this. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it before, but we've tried to put it on a couple times, and it was not successful. Well, uh, we'll be watching that next week, (laughs) successfully. Um, Listen, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. That's a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, tune in. uh, See what we have to say about it. Uh, I think that's it for the podcast. I think that's it. This is one of our longer episodes, actually. Wow, I can't we had, we had a lot to talk about about isopods <laughs> and about dead fish and chicken shit. Millions of fish, millions of birds, millions of fish, millions of birds. <laughs> millions of people are dead. <laughs> uh, Opal, where can everyone find you on the internet? Okay, I'm at Milky Cross on Twitter. And you can find all my little socials and all the little places I'm at on my card on there. And um, the podcast also has a Twitter. It's at Scary Pair, just the same name as the podcast. That was a good get. And where can they find you? Uh, so I'm at Putrid underscore Imp on Twitter. You can find my other show, uh, Level With You, a World of Warcraft classic podcast, where my friend Austin, who's never played an MMO before, goes through WoW Classic with me. Uh, that's at level with you pod on Twitter. And that's it. I'm going to touch your face a little bit. Opal didn't know that this would be the last time they would ever touch nice face. Oh my god. <laughs> it's in my skin. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> 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 <laughs>